0: What is up everybody? I think I just realized I think that's how I start every show. What is up everybody? A fucking beautiful Thursday here in Southern California. Always makes me laugh when people are like, you live in you live in LA? pretty shitty right no it's actually pretty great (laughs) and listen I completely reject the idea when people are like well it's just douchebags out there right hey I don't care if you live in Kansas New Jersey Montana there are douchebags everywhere it's up to you if you want to hang out with them now California has some other things that Montana New Jersey and Kansas Don't like the sun (laughs) Uh, Guys, we need this even more now I sent out a tweet today and I believe it Every morning I wake up like, don't turn on the news Don't turn on the news And then I turn on the news and I'm like, well, fuck We're here, another beautiful day America, everybody. America. 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 I'm gonna keep saying it over again over again. We're in America. Wow. Uh first welcome back. This is the first fairly normal since, you know, I kinda said whatever I said last week, which was some will be interviews, some will be a diary, some will be you know, whatever. Some weeks I'll have a lot of <sighs> fairly normals in some weeks I'll have one But this week's been super busy busy, 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 busy as shit here I've been, uh, I'm being honest with you guys I have uh, over the last 10 days or so been fighting some of my own demons Um, and we, you know we do that as people, there's no you, you know you're always gonna have time when whatever your demon is uh challenges you. And I think it happens less and less if you continue to make the right choices. Um and your demon comes back more often if, you know, he thinks he's got a shot to fuck you up. And uh so the last ten days I've I've been um wrestling with my own and uh I can honestly say that I think that, you know, I think they come back. I think he's coming back less and less. I hope so. I hope so. It's always a mind fuck when that that dude comes and taps me on the shoulder and goes, "Hey man, I'm gonna hang out for a little while." And I go, "What?" Now I will address something else. By the way, uh, i By the way, I don't know that I am going to get into what the personal demon is, uh, because then it's not personal, is it? <laughs> you know, it's something that I don't, it's easier for me to fight privately than publicly is all I would say. Um, So uh, what else was I about to say? Oh, damn it. See, this is why I like doing these on Facebook Live because when I do it on Facebook Live, someone can remind me what I was talking about. And um, my memory is so shit. <sighs> That I don't... What was I saying? I was talking about personal demons. And then I don't know what I was saying. So there you go. That was easy. Uh, What's been happening with me? I got offered a pilot um, with a network and a a showrunner that I'm super excited to possibly work with. I'm hoping the deal works out. I will tell you one of the things that helped me this week in particular is, you know, the deal that I was offered was was kind of on the shitty side. Um, I don't expect a ton of money because I know who I am and I know where I am in the um, pantheon of performers. So I'm not expecting, like, someone to back up the Brinks truck for me. I get it. But it's also not my first rodeo. And I'm not hung up on money, by the way. That's never what I got hung up on. But, you know, there are two things, for those of you who don't know, in the in contracts that – Those of us who sign them get worried about money and exclusivity. Exclusivity meaning the network can tell you um, where you can and can't work if you get this job or when you start the job, right? And that makes sense to me, kind of, not really, but kind of in this way. You can either pay me good money and take me off the table or you can pay me the money that's not great and you can allow me to to find work, meaning, so a lot of times what they'll say is, "Hey, we're gonna shoot a pilot, and we need you exclusive to us for six months while we see what's gonna happen with the pilot." That means they pay you one little bit of money, and then for six months, you can't do anything else, which is 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 crazy. I mean, I get it; they don't want to turn on the TV and see you on a competitor's channel. But then if you don't want that, then you got to pay for it. My thing would be, and I use Chris Hardwick as a great example. Look, nobody watches, very few people watches, they watch every show live. So I understood the, I understand the exclusivity 15 years ago, right? When you had to choose, am I going to watch Midnight or am I going to watch The Wall? Even though they're not at the same time, you know what I'm saying, go with me. But now, since You know, everyone DVRs and whatever, TiVo or whatever, if you guys still got TiVo. um, You just, if you like somebody, you just record their shit. It doesn't matter when it's on or what network it's on. And if anything, it helps spread your name. I think it helps the network. Anyways, so the network that I, uh, they did not want to give me money to make me exclusive. And they did not want to let go of exclusivity because I have some other things happening. Um, And uh, I always like it. In this town especially, it's super scary to say no because, look, the, okay, if you just go with a show, the amount of shows that are pitched, I can't even tell you, probably millions a year, not millions, but a lot, then the amount of shows that get bought and pilots, you know, guys, people shoot pilots all the time that never see the light of day and then to finally get on TV, it's a long arduous like you gotta be lucky as shit a lot of luck involved to finally get a show on tv okay so to say no to a pilot something through a network that you know you want to work with with an ep you want to work with is scary it's scary you're saying no to work in this town your last job you may never get another fucking job you don't retire in this town you don't choose to retire People just stop giving you work because there's a newer, better, younger, funnier, handsomer you. In my case, that happens to be a guy who I like a lot named Adam Ray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not taking jobs from me and he's a great guy and super. But he is super funny and super. Anyways, um, but. Uh, um, yeah, so it's scary to say no, but. I said no to this gig, Uh, not a hard no, but just a pass on the, hey, Rock, you want to come in here, buddy? It was just a pass basically on their, okay, buddy, I'm coming, on their offer in its current state because, well, I decided a long time ago, not a long time ago, but about six years ago. That I was not going to act like a, like a whore anymore. That I was going to put a value on myself. You coming up here, handsome? Come on up here. Come do the podcast with me. Come on. Come up here. Come up here. Oh. My buddy. He's getting so old, guys. Yeah, I decided not to put a... I was going to put a value on myself. And I think everybody should do it. The word no is the most powerful word in the English language. If you're using it correctly it's a very powerful word guys and you know what you put a value on yourself which makes you feel good man you don't want to wake up and feel like a whore i mean nothing against whores and i think prostitution should be legal by the way if you're asking me victimless crime victimless crime you're talking about grown-ups having making now this and i we were talking about you know people who are bought and sold and shit like that not okay but grown-ups if you made it legal and you had to go register and you pay taxes and shit. A lot of that dirty, nut, dirty underground shit would go bye-bye. If you had, just like in Amsterdam, and you just had a road with people in windows. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what the problem is. The prostitution to me, the fact that it's not legal, is insane. People are fucking for dinner. People are fucking for dinner. Right? Right? People go out on a date. They like each other. They fuck. Well, somebody spent money. Somebody spent money? So just because other shit happened first? Just because you had to pretend you wanted to see a movie? Just because you you had to pretend that you wanted to go see Hunger Games or whatever the fuck you had to go see? Huh? No. Prostitution should be legal. And put a value on yourself, everybody. It feels good. Don't let people treat you like you're dispensable. Don't let people buy you for cheap now look if it's something that you're passionate about and i've done this before something you're passionate about and you really like the work or you believe it or you think it's got great potential do it but don't do it just to do it don't do it out of fear i i just always think that's a bad move um unless uh you're a prostitute and then i think you just got a no they put a value on themselves they absolutely do they absolutely put a value on themselves. All right, everybody, put a value on yourself. That's all I'm saying. And you know what? And just one more thing to anybody else. I just want to say, anybody else who's out there and has been out there recently fighting their demons, man, we all got them to different degrees, and um, I hope you're waking up and seeing a brighter day. I want to say a couple things, man, you know, uh, anybody, I'm called a liberal by my conservative friends and a conservative by my liberal friends and i always tell them I'm, I'm a common sense dude who lives in america who just wants what's right here's my fucking pro first of all uh, i do want to say we can't protest protesting good I uh, protesting good it makes a difference violence at the protests counterproductive Yo, if you're one of these protests and you see 50 people show up in black with hoods, hey guess what? Tell a motherfucker. Go to the cops and go, hey, I don't think these people because they make you look bad. They make your protest seem uh well, it takes the validity away from it. And I'll say something else, guys. This Milo or Milo or whatever the fuck this dude's name is. Uh this guy, look, he went when by not allowing him to speak, which this is exactly what guys like this want. Let him speak to their 500. My, There was 500 people there is what they said to see him. And more than half of them were there. They don't like him. They just want to hear what he had to say. OK, let him speak to his 500. But you know what you did? And we can't start censoring people, whether you like what they say or not. You know what you did? You know what you did? You turned him from reaching 500 people to reaching millions. There are millions of people out there who had no idea who that dude was until today. His message is now loud and clear. And not only that, guys, you have turned him into the victim. Right? By taking by people saying, well, you take away his right, they're taking away his right. Yeah, I get it. You're making you know what happens when you make someone victim? You make them sympathetic. You can't make douchebags like that sympathetic, but you did. Hey, you know who was the master at at, 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 at playing the victim? You know who was the master of saying, hey, everybody's against me. You guys, you know, and America likes an underdog, guys. You know who was the master of fucking playing the victim and galvanizing his base? Oh, he's the president. Did you watch the elections? A master class of us against them. You're talking about a billionaire who lives in a gold house who somehow convinced people that he was the little engine that could. Guys, it was a fucking master class. Watching that go down was like, damn, this dude is using all of that vitriol, all of that press that's against him, for him. And that's what this guy's going to do. you got to let these dumbasses burn out. And there are people on the fence, man. And when I mean on the fence, you can't be an on-the-fence Nazi. <laughs> on-the-fence Nazi is a funny term. But there are people, I'm sure, who are in their houses who are hateful, racist fucks, but they stay in their houses. It's guys like this, in moments like this, when he claims to be under attack, which he kind of was last night, that that bring them out of their house. Let them sink back into the shadows. Stop giving them such a big voice. Protest. Amazing. Keep getting your voice out there. Violence there's no there's no place for it there's no place for it and it's just there's extremists on both sides we just can't let them control us i i I just want to say one other thing and i know this isn't this one isn't funny and, and it's not funny because I, i'm a little just shook man outside of the free speech and the first amendment which i think is really important guys and I, I hope I have some people who are Republicans who listen to this podcast. I don't know if I do. I hope I do. Um, just because I'm 100% anti-Trump, just know that I have some views that are shared on the right. I really do. Um, I, I Look, I'm, I'm just socially very liberal. And if I feel like it's ever a situation where people's rights are being trampled or, you know, to, to call it, you know, like the Muslim ban, and for say, it's not a Muslim ban. You can't run on saying you're going to ban Muslims and then ban a group of Muslims and not saying it's a Muslim ban. It's the funniest. It's like... <laughs> it's like saying, I'm going to name my dog Rocky, and I introduce you, and I go, this is Rocky, and someone calls him Rocky, and I'm like, that's not his name. What? You just said, yeah, but that's not his name. But you just told me. No, but it's not his name. Um, We, listen, I just want you to know, you know what's good for their business? When I say "there," and the fact that people are considering Trump to drain the swamp, you understand? Like he—he's just drained it and filled it up with equally bad people. Like there's so much money in politics. All right, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm veering because that's what I do. Let me just say this: us, us, us. Forget the extremes on the right and the extremes on the left. Let's go us. And what's happening, everybody, with all this anger? Much like we'll use that Milo Milo fuck as an example. Have you felt yourself, whatever side you're on, just start to get pulled deeper and deeper? If you're on the right, get pulled further into the right because you can't believe what the left is saying. And if you're on the left, you get pulled further to the left because those fucking conservatives, right? All right, that's what I mean by getting galvanizing, getting people moving that's what they when I say they I mean the politicians all of them all of them left and right all of them use really inflammatory rhetoric to fucking fan the flames to stoke you up to get you heated but you know who you get heated against each other that's good for their business it's bad for us and I just can't you know they're I just can't wait. they like calling people snowflakes or calling people Nazis. Guys, you understand. That's what's pushing us further. That's what they want. It's good for their business. As much as those politicians say, I want to reach across the aisle, they don't. You know why they don't? They want to reach across the aisle if the other side of the aisle is sucking their dick. They don't really want to work. They don't want to work with somebody. They want to reach across the aisle and have that other person bend over and spread their asshole. That's what it means. And that's what they're doing to us. They are collectively spreading our asshole. Or spreading our collective asshole. Because they're getting us to fight with each other. Instead of fighting them. Look, they're supposed to be civil servants. 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 Did you see how Trump shook Tillerson's hand yesterday? That was a boss move. That's not a servant, dude. You can't have a guy screaming at the fucking Prime Minister of Australia, this dude is a bully. Now, I will say this. Uh, He seems to be getting a few things done. Now, I don't agree with him, but dude is not sitting on his fucking hands, that's for sure. At the same time, Democrats, if you filibuster, you lousy fucks. Hey, here's the deal. I said the Republicans were lousy fucks for shutting down our government. And you guys would be lousy fucks for shutting down our government. Somebody at some time has got to be the grown up. Now I know what people are saying, well, Democrats, you've been grown ups for the last eight yeah, you were the grown ups for the last eight years because you had the White House. Easy to be the grown up. Now let's see who's the grown up now. We can't worry. Look, he's gonna get his people in. He's gonna get his people in. Okay? We we need to worry about two thousand if you're worried about it, 2018. Local guys, local. You got to start local. Don't let them push us into fighting with each other and looking to them for facts, for fuck's sake. They're all liars, those motherfuckers. I'm so mad what they're doing to our country. And if you blame people, the American people, if you blame people, you're out. You're, You're wrong. It's not them. It's the, it's the uppity ups because if they did not listen, if Mitch McConnell and, and what's her name? I can't blanking on her name now with the glasses. And I fucking really do like her. Actually, she's so ballsy. I can't believe I can't remember what her name is. Uh, Whatever. Uh, If, 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 if the politicians on either side stopped insulting the other side in public with names like, you know, calling people names and, and discrediting them as people saying, I don't feel bad for them or calling them fucking heartless. You're speaking to us. You're speaking to us. Use grown up words. You can be stern without name calling. Let's stick to policy. Let's stick to the shit that is affecting us. Because when you call each other names, then it's trickle-down. Then we're like, oh, yeah, oh, you're right, that other side is shitty. Anyways, I'm done with this fucking conversation for now. Let's talk about the Patriots and Tom Brady. God, that press conference when he gets teared up about his dad. not going to lie to you. I get teared up myself. And, guys, I'm sorry about that ramble. You know, I don't write anything down, right? So I could have repeated things. I could have not, uh, uh. I could have not made any sense, and that is basically my life. Um, But, uh, hey, so if you're listening and you're still getting the Patriots at two and a half, if you don't bet everything that you own on the Patriots minus two and a half, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't go put your car in your bookie's front yard and be like, hey, I'm betting this motherfucker at two and a half, Guys, the Patriots, Belichick is worth three points. Belichick over Quinn is worth three points. Bra- and I'll tell you something else. Roster, if you're talking about just the roster, who's got more talent? Falcons. Hands down, Falcons. It's not about just talent. We got the hoodie, and we got the most handsome, dimpled quarterback who's ever put on a fucking pair of shoulder pads. You better tip your hat with a little respect. I still don't understand why people don't like him. Is it because he's handsome? Because people loved Peyton Manning. Love him. There's no hater for Peyton Manning. Whatever reason, people hate Brady. Hate him. I don't get it. I never understood it. It's just if he was, if he was like super ugly and kind of pudgy or if he had a little Jay Cutler douche face, people would like him. But people don't like him. I don't understand why. I get not liking Belichick. Like People don't like Popovich, but I like both those dudes. Uh, but uh, not liking Brady makes no sense to me. But where are you watching the Super Bowl? Huh? Now let me ask you. There's two ways to go about the Super Bowl, and there's two ways I do it. If Patriots aren't playing, I prefer to go to a party. You know what I mean? Have fun, J- mess around, smoke a little weed, drink some tequila lay down some prop bets, be a general asshole to both sides, both fans of, you know, both fans of teams and both fans, team fans of both teams, not even high yet. And um, that's what I like to do if my team's on it. Now, the Patriots are in it. I generally like to be in a, now, unless I'm at the game, I generally like to be in a controlled environment where I can scream like an asshole without a, with a bunch of people around that I don't know. This year, I'm blending it. This year, uh, the first half, we're going to a party. Uh, I think it, me and uh, Freddie are gonna go to a party. And if you're not listening to Prince and the Wolf, guys, by the way, I know some of you think this is boring as fuck, and I know some of you hate me doing my solo casts, but I've told you before, like, I'm I just want to do this for me. I have fun doing this. It, it, it oh, my beautiful Bethany Ashton Wolf just came home with some In and Out. Um, I have fun doing this for me. This is cathartic, man. And so I get it if you don't like it. And uh and I get it if you like the interviews too, I'll do some. But um you know, this is he wants to come out, babe. Doing I'm doing a podcast by myself. Two people I hope, or just are, yourself? Well no, I'm gonna put it online. You mean are people listening right now? Well that's not live. I'm not broadcasting it live. I'm gonna eat this big fat in and out burger. Did you get me one? So excited! I'm only one. No, I said a double double cheese. You did? You said no. Oh. I love you, babe. And I know you think it's like a trick, and then I really have it. Did you? I mean, it's in the bag right now. You have it, not don't really, you? That's you fine. let me see. I haven't eaten it. You really didn't get me one. I'm sorry. Oh. No. Whoo! It's all right, babe. Our relationship is strong enough to to last that barely what? when somebody promises in and out and doesn't come back with it, you gotta like him a lot. Will you take him out of here come on, <laughs> Not all right, he just wants some of that burger. Ah, uh, my poor rock- oh, he opened the door by himself, babe, you, you know my little buddy, Rocky, I know do you guys he's getting so old and he's getting so much more affectionate and he's getting so much more talkative but it's like you know when you watch a pet get old what a mind fuck having pets is right what a mind fuck having pets is holy shit you get them knowing full well that you will probably in all likelihood watch them die fuck I remember when my dog, Bud... I had a St. Bernard, guys. I had a St. Bernard who I drove from San Antonio to New York with, from New York to Seattle, and then from Seattle to California. He was my buddy. Right in the back of my Mazda 626, that back seat was like... uh, It was it looked like it had a blanket on it, but there was no blanket. It was just his fur. And he used to stick his head out the window, and, and there was like the back... I could see sometimes he would stick his head out the window... And like some of the slobber would come off his mouth and then the car behind us would have to turn on the windshield wiper and shit. My buddy, man, he was such a good guy. He got hit in the head with a van. I remember I was visiting my grandparents in Florida and, um, and we got this phone call. My roommate was like, Hey man, you know, Bud got hit by a van. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, he got out of the backyard and, um, he ran on the street. But the guy driving the van picked him up and drove him straight to the vet. And he lived. And so it was weird. Like one side of his head, all the muscle and everything had completely atrophied for the rest of his life. So his head wasn't that giant St. Bernard head uh, that most of them have. It was like a far side character, you know, big body, small head. And then um, it changed his personality. So I had Bud right around the time when all the Beethovens were out. So people would see the dog and be like, oh, Beethoven, and run up. And the car accident changed him to a pretty ornery fuck. And, um, you know, he was friendly to the people he liked, but he didn't like people just coming up on you. And there were so many times where we'd be out walking, and I had my headphones in, and kids would run up out of nowhere, and I didn't hear them coming. And I had, like, there were so many times. Bud nipped my son Trevor. Trevor used to fuck with him, pull his tail, pull on his dick, you know, put his finger in his ear. And Bud nipped him right above the fucking eye one day. I couldn't believe it. I remember that shit. Um, but uh, my little buddy, man, we used to travel all around. He saved my ass once in North Dakota. I guess when I was driving from Seattle, no, from New York to Seattle, um, I had pulled over at a restaurant. And uh, it was late. I was super tired and I was broke, 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 broke. broke. So I was really counting change and shit. And I think I was like 78 cents short for some food that I wanted. And I was running back out to the car, which was parked around back to um, see if I. What's up, buddy? You want to come back in to see if I could get some change out of my car? And uh, before I could get to my car, come on in here. Before I could get to my car, these dudes who had uh, been in the restaurant, I guess, been watching me or something. uh, They came. They were like, hey. And um, and I didn't think anything of it. And I go, hey. And they go, what's going on? I go, nothing. I go, you got a light? And I go, no. And I had stopped. And I was talking to the the one guy as he was walking up. And it was kind of dark. And um, I hadn't realized that there was a second dude. Okay, when they walked out, I guess if I think back, maybe I saw two of them. But just saw that one guy when he called me and I turned. And then when I turned back, you know, because I was like, no, I don't. When I turned back, his other buddy had circled back around me. And I was like, oh, no. And um, I started to walk towards the car. And the dude's like, where are you off to? And they both started to kind of close in on me. And my dog, Bud, came. And I used to leave the window halfway down so he could stick his giant head out so he could breathe and shit, you know. Came flying out of the car. Flying. Broke the window, but came flying out of the car. Uh, those dudes ran. Because he was he was a little thinner and a little more agile than most St. Bernard's. And, you know, a 120-pound dog is a 120-pound dog. And he was angry as fuck. Those dudes went flying. Yeah, dude. Bud was... And I was super excited until I got back in the car. I'm like, oh, uh, I don't have a window for the rest of this ride. Which was from North Dakota to Seattle. Oh, driving across country, guys. Oh, and my poor Bud died. You know, putting a putting a pet down is... If you're in there for that, is like... It's rough. It's rough. But uh know what was I saying? I had a good story. I said North Dakota to Seattle. And then I don't remember. But I did all that stuff. Oh, oh, driving across country. Guys, if you are of the age where you don't have a whole lot of shit going on. You don't have a whole lot of responsibility. You could, you could, it's a job that you could replace. Get in your car, grab a friend, and start driving. Get in the car, grab a friend, and start fucking driving. One, you have to see the country you live in. You have to see it. There's so many beautiful things out there and so many good people. Really, truly. You have to see it. America is like so amazing. And, y- you know, there are not too many times in your life you can do it. Now, if you have a family, put the kids in an RV. Let's go. Let's go. But, guys, drive this country. Drive. I've done, I've been in every state. I'm trying to think what state really surprised me the most. And I don't know if it surprised me, but the state that left me most in awe was Alaska. You know, when you fly into Alaska, depending on when you fly in, but we flew in when it was light out and you could see it. It's what I imagine America used to look like just before we tore everything down, before we raised everything, you know, not R-A-I-S-E-D raised. Um, but I, it's like the last great frontier in the, and the, the wilderness is so thick and and plush and green guys I live, right now being in California is so wonderful with all the rain I haven't seen it this green in years It's I forgot how fucking beautiful it is out here but Alaska woo now I have a picture of me next to a sign that says minus 22 and fuck you with that like that is like that's where there was one time when I was up there when it was like I, get, I don't know 3 in the afternoon it was dark I would be a raging alcoholic. I mean, you would have to legalize every drug, I think, if I was going to live in Alaska. And you know what? I I, I remember going up there once, and somebody was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, we're going to do this snowmobile stuff. And he was like, that's cool. He goes, hey, don't go into the woods, though. And I said, why? He was like, well, once you go in there, I, I can't guarantee that you'll come out. And I was like, what? And he goes, just so you know, in Alaska, there's a group, there is, you know, a bunch of people in alaska who live in alaska because they don't want to be found and a lot of them live out that way so if you disappear in there i don't know who's going in looking for you and i was like holy fuck (laughs) holy shit but you know what good for them look they're not out committing any more any any crimes or any more crimes then they want to disappear disappear none the worse or wiser that's not a saying i'm all over the place today guys Alright, that was it for me. Cathartic. Fun. Rocky, you got anything you wanna say? Good. Um, I'm sorry this was on the serious side. Um, but you know, these are gonna be quicker and more I would say it'd be like it's like gonna be like masturbation with my mouth. That sounds dirty, but it isn't. Uh oh, damn it, somebody sent me a video of some dude sucking his own dick the other day. At first, with the angle, it looked like a woman doing 69 with a dude on top of her. But it was a guy with long hair with his legs pinned back over his head. So you tricked me. You got me. I watched it four times just to see how that even works. Hi, Rock. Um, But congratulations. Oh, and then somebody else sent me a video Oh, I can't talk about it, but I'm gonna, of this woman with a, like a half an arm, like so it's a little stubby thing, who was, uh, she was, uh, uh, she was fucking this dude with her arm. What? Is that a thing? People do that? I know a lot of you are Googling it right now with your pants off, you sick fucks. Good for you something for everybody this has been so all over the place makes me really like it i will talk to you guys probably this weekend after the super bowl love you mean it be good to each other look for your similarities before your differences even if it's just you like dogs talk about dogs but guys, we got to cut through the hate, we got to cut through the negative. To right now, and I'm telling you right now, America is boiling. The lid is on. It's gonna explode. I just don't there are there's tension out there right now. Everywhere I walk. And by the way, middle of the country. Uh people, we got to stop calling them Nazis and dumb and Trump supporters, I mean, like Nazis and dumb and and, and, uh, all that other shit. Middle of the country. Uh, I don't know what you mean by Hollywood elite. If you don't like to, you know what I mean? Like nobody likes to be called the name. As a matter of fact, most of the Hollywood elite people that you're referring to that I know grew up poor. They grew up poor. We're all we're all here. We're all here. We're all gonna be here. California's not seceding. Nobody's leaving the country. We're all here. So to yell at people to grow up or to get over it or change your mind or you're a loser or you're stupid or you're a Nazi, none of it. Not going to work. It's just not going to work. You can keep doing it, but look where the fuck we are. Look where the fuck we are. Now, don't look for help from our leadership. Orange dude, the re. he is in power because of divisiveness. Don't look for leadership and unity from our leader because this dude wants unification if you believe exactly what he believes. You've seen how he treats anybody who doesn't believe what he believes. McCain and Graham, Republicans, right? But as soon as you say something out against him, he's got to take you down. That's a bully. That's not somebody who's unifying everybody. You can be a Trump person, but you also have to stop lying to yourself about certain things We want to unify and, 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 and Democrats, liberals Hey, yo It's not time to filibuster It's not time to take your ball and go home Yes, boycott, yes, voice is heard But don't you shut down the fucking government Don't you do what those petty motherfuckers did Alright everybody I can't get riled up again I'm gonna go smoke a joint later